0: Well, greetings and salutations, everybody. Um, as I promised, I would be back um, because I started doing uh, research on um, the disappearance of Caron Horman. Now, I don't know if anyone remembers this. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Remembers this little boy um, that disappeared from Skyline Elementary School in Portland, Oregon in uh, 2010. Um, after he had done at a science fair. Um, basically, like, this one kind of always disturbed me because there's just so many layers to it. And you're not quite sure who to believe, what to believe, what's going on. Um, did the parents have anything to do with it? Did the stepmom have anything to do with it? Uh, we'll go ahead and dive into that. But, um, yeah, this, uh, had, his disappearance actually sparked the largest criminal investigation, In Oregon history. So uh, let's kind of dive in here, I guess. Uh, So Caron was born on September 9th, 2002 um, in Portland, Oregon to Desiree Young and Kanan Horman, an engineer for Intel. Now, uh, eight months into Desiree's pregnancy, uh, the couple had divorced, uh, basically just citing a correct, in, in, rec, why can't I say it? Y'all know what I'm trying to say. But basically, um, there was also rumors that the father was cheating. So, the two had been granted custody or shared custody of Kieran until 2004. Now, that's when the mom, Desiree, uh, was diagnosed with kidney failure that required extensive medical intervention. So, Kane took over full custody, notwithstanding this fact, Young still remained an active part of Kieran's life. Um, so, in 2007, Kane actually married a woman, Terry Moulton, born on March 14, 1970. She was a substitute teacher from Roseburg. Now, I'm not quite sure if that is in Oregon or near Oregon or what's going on, but that's the gist. So Kane became romant- romantically involved with Terry around 2001 when he and Desiree were in the midst of divorce. Now it was always kind of rumored, and kind of maybe that was the reason why they got in divorce because he had started seeing Terry. Um, it's never been proven, but it's never been really denied either. So Terry and Kane had married in 2007. Uh, in Hawaii, and in December of 2008, Terry gave birth to a daughter, Kiara. Now, meanwhile, Kieran was a student at the Skyline Elementary School near Forest Park. So this is where it kind of starts to get very interesting. So on June 4th, 2010, Kieran was taken to Skyline Elementary School by his mom, or his stepmother, I'm sorry, Terry, who then stayed with him while he attended the science fair. Now, Terry stated that she had left the school at about 8.45-ish and that she last remembered seeing Karen walking down the hall to his first grade class. Now, however, Karen never made it to that class and was actually marked absent on that day. So what could have happened in that brief time that she sees him walking towards, and this is, mind you, maybe a few feet away, from, you know, where, where she had left him off was his first grade class. Now, what could have happened in that literally it's like seconds, seconds of time where he did not arrive. He just disappeared into thin air. That has always questioned, I've always questioned the stepmoms maybe account of what time it was or if she really did see him walking or if she herself had something to do with it. And just kind of made this scenario up um, so Terry statements simply uh, indicate that after leaving the school at uh, about 845 ish she ran errands at two different Fred Meyer stores um, until about 1010 Now between then and 1139 she stated that she was driving her daughter around town and attempt to use the motion to soothe. You know her daughter back to sleep because she was suffering from an earache. Now that is believable, but there's no witnesses. Like, what is her daughter going to confirm? Yeah, mom was driving me around because of my, you know, earache. Um, Terry said then uh, she then went to a local gym and exercised until about twelve forty, and by one twenty one she had ride home. She had arrived home and started posting photos on Facebook of Carrie at the science fair. Now, who did she drop off her daughter to? Uh, because we all know, I mean, yes, there are certain gyms that do allow you to take your kids into the gym, but that was never discussed. So I always wonder, did she take her daughter to the gym or did she drop her off with somebody? And if so, why is that per- has that person never been interviewed? So at about 3.30 p.m., Terry and her husband, Kane, walked with their daughter, uh, Kira or Kara. To the bus stop to meet Carrie. The bus driver told them that the boy had not boarded the bus and to call the school to ask, you know, where he was. Terry did so, and that's when she was informed by the school secretary that as far as anyone there knew, that he had not been at school that day and was marked absent. Now, this always questioned me too because or made me question the school. Because when usually when a child is marked absent, especially somebody that young, they should, at least in my opinion, they should contact the parents right away and say, hey, what's going on? You didn't call and say that he was going to be absent. He was sick. He had a doctor's appointment. You know, whatever. That should have been the school's first thing that they did as soon as they they saw that he was marked absent. Now, because the mom was, or the stepmom, was you know, out and about all day. We don't know if the school tried to contact her, but at this point, everybody has cell phones. So why weren't they trying to reach her on her cell phones or on her cell phone? Now, on June 9th, uh, the Hormel family had initially refused to speak with the media. So they released a statement um, that reads in the following, Karen's family would like to thank people for support and interest in finding their son. The outpouring of support, continued effort, strengthens their hope. We need uh, for folks to to continue to assist us in our goal. Please search your properties, cars, outbuildings, sheds, etc. Also check with neighbors and friends who may be on vacation or may need assistance in searching. There are a lot of resources here to help you search, so please don't stop. This is obviously a difficult time and they want to speak to the public so you can hear it from Carrion's family as they come together to share their message. Their objective is to keep the focus on Carrion and not about anything else. Now on June 12th, around 300 rescuers were on the ground searching because the school is surrounded by a wooded area. So he could have easily walked off, got lost in that wooded area, or it's the perfect opportunity for, for a predator to abduct a child, and nobody really kind of noticed because of that wooded area. So in late June of 2010, in the midst of the search, Kane was reportedly, now this is the father, was told by investigators that Terry, the stepmom, had offered their landscaper Rod, uh, Raldof Sanchez, a lot of money to quote, unquote, kill her husband. Now, Sanchez testified in a desp- deposition that Terry approached him to help her kill her husband in January of 2010, five months before Karen's disappearance. Of course, she denied the charges and investigators convinced Sanchez to confront Terry while wearing a wire, but they were unable to get any evidence Or make an arrest. So that, if you believe Sanchez, that could be a good opportunity. Because she did have life insurance. Was she trying to kill the husband and then realized this is not going to work? And there was life insurance on the son. Maybe do something to him. That always has struck me. But then this also made me kind of question stuff. So on June 28th, Kane, the father file divorce from Terry and obtain a restraining order and the divorce was granted and Terry was eventually granted supervised visitations with their daughter. Now you know how rare that is for a judge not to give full custody to the mother. Judges usually like to give a majority of the custody to the the mom. So that tells me something that Maybe she's hiding something, or maybe there's just something more going on that we don't know about. But during this time, the stepmother, Terry, failed two separate polygraph um, examinations regarding her stepson's disappearance. Now, in August 2010, law enforcement did announce they were searching for an individual allegedly seen by two witnesses sitting outside Terry's truck outside or inside Terry's truck, I'm sorry, outside of Skyline Elementary on the day of the disappearance. Now, the identity identity of that second person, because they said that there was not only Terry in the car, but somebody else. The identity of that second person, if they even existed, could not be actually, could be critical, I'm sorry, could be actually critical to finding out what happened to carry on at, at the elementary school. Um, so I, I, that always kind of bothered me because what's going on now in August of 2010, both the biological mother Desiree and Kane were subpoenaed and testified during the grand jury hearing as was the school principal of the skyline elementary. Um, there was really, I guess it was reported that the grand jury had yet to provide compelling evidence in yielding any indictment on the stepmother. Um, so why are they focusing on the stepmother? Is there something that maybe we're not seeing also? So in June of 2012, young Desiree, the, the biological mother, mother, actually filed a civil lawsuit against the stepmother claiming that she was responsible For the disappearance of her son. Um, The lawsuit attempted to prove that Terry had kidnapped Carrion on the day he disappeared. Um, So, on uh, the the mom, the biological mother, um, sought $10 million in damages. But the judge denied a motion by Terry to to delay the lawsuit because she obviously tried to delay it. And um, basically, they posed, you know various questions during this, uh, lawsuit. Among questions were several regarding, you know, her whereabouts and her contact. She denied, uh, she also declined to identify a photo of carry on whether she had met him because there was another person of interest that they say that maybe one of her friends helped her out. Um, eventually the lawsuit was dropped. Um, but that's, that's always kind of been questionable. Like, why are they focusing on the stepmother? Was there something that they were, you know, the police and the investigation and the FBI was kind of keeping from, you know, the general public? And if so, what? Mm. The actions of the stepmother did seem very, um, always kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. I do remember seeing a lot of, publicity on this uh the story and I remember when some of the the um, like the news reports and the news conferences and stuff and just the demeanor of the stepmom she just seemed very vacant very not there very uh, I, this is kind of what I, how I'm supposed to act and this is how I think I'm supposed to respond and it just all seemed very fake to me because when you see the biological mother and the biological father um, you know, grieving. I mean, you could obviously see how devastating and traumatic and, you know, how much they did love their son. But also, it kind of struck me as strange is usually, usually when one of the parents is, you know, accused of something like this, the husband or the wife or the whatever, they usually stick with their spouse. And the fact that Karen's dad, biological dad, filed from divorce from the stepmother so quickly after his son went missing. I mean, is that um, kind of like a saying that maybe he had something to do with it and he's trying to distance himself away? That is a possibility. But also, maybe does he know something or does he knows how she is behind closed doors and that is what made him f- frightened and, and want to get away? Or was there something that he maybe does know and is just not sharing And, I mean, that would make it an accomplice as well, kind of. But that always kind of run me the wrong way. Um, So, if you do go, because I did see um, quite a few uh, documentaries on this case. There's one on Discovery+. Plus. It's just uh, the disappearance of Karen Harmon. Um, I think there's another one on Amazon Prime. It's very interesting. Um, But, Yeah. Uh What are your guys' thoughts? Do you think the stepmom had something to do with it? Do you think maybe the dad knows more than he's saying? Do you think they were in on it together and he's trying to set her up to take the fall? Or was she just an evil, evil human being and just wanted to get rid of her son so she can either collect insurance money or just have more time with his father, which is selfish in itself? Um, But uh yeah. So, I hope everybody has a good week. This week is shaping up already to be insane. I'm having to deal with IRS crap. (laughs) Let's just say it's not fun because it seems like maybe someone in my past fucked me over. And either, yeah. Anyways, I hope everybody has a great week. And, uh, yeah. Until next time, stay spooky.